Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Do you remember in the last couple of episodes, we were talking about how once you're living from your fate, you can start grabbing lots of different bits from different places and you can get a bit overwhelmed? Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about that. Okay. Does that mean... Is there more than one? Because in my head, it was all like, it was a tapestry, but it was like juncture and juncture and juncture. And from there, you could do different things. And you were like a single line, yeah, right? Like you line. were traveling those lines. You were not a line, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was traveling, but you could only travel one at a time. Yeah. But then w- when I was thinking about it later, I was like, wait, is it possible to be on more than one line at a time? Yes. The answer is yes. But how can I explain this? I don't know. Off you go. Okay. So let's think about it this way. When you are in your fate, as known as destiny, so you're in your karmic life, yeah, in your karmic reality, yeah. and therefore you're in a small corner of your fate known as your destiny. Okay. So it is different from your fate because what you're doing is, while it can be purpose-led, mm. and while we all, because we have a fate, we can still accomplish stuff while we're in our karmic reality... Our karmic issue, right, the I am not good enough, informs that reality to the extent that it influences the outcome of a lot of things. Okay? That's what makes the de- that's what makes destiny distinct from the rest of our fate. Hold on. I did not know this. Okay, go on. So basically it informs it because it ensures that it shows us when we're not good enough. Yeah, it could. Yeah. I mean, So like you meet someone and it'll inform it that most likely it's going to blow up in your face somehow. Well, your response to it might throw you off track right and so that's why our destiny is quite simple it has to be simple because we have to be able you know we still want to we're still here for our growth and evolution we still want to be able to accomplish stuff we still want to say well look you know i came out of this lifetime having you know built this business or created this product or had a family and also most people up until this lifetime i'm guessing Mm -hmm. could only live in their destiny anyway really precisely so it had to be quite packed yeah okay yeah but it's simple enough, and again, there's our goalposts, because again, your karmic reality can be so fraught that the idea of accomplishing a lot is just going to make things, it's going to be impossible, or it's going to be seemingly impossible, so why don't we just keep it simple? But my question right. is that even in Destiny, uh-huh. I'm sure I assume that there'll be different avenues based on the choices you make. Yeah. But it's just not like super interwoven tapestry style, loads of different options all the time. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Again, because you have so to So it's account- not a line. It's more like a flow chart. It's maybe in between. It's not the line. It's not necessarily the flow chart, but it's a simpler flow chart. Okay, fine. Right? When you say flow chart, that's still a little bit closer to fate than it would be destiny. Okay, fine. Destiny is, again, going to seem a bit more linear. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, but... You're out of your destiny, for argument's sake, right? Yeah. And how do you know that you're out of your destiny? Well, you know that you're finished with your karma. So how do you know, how do you know that you're finished with your karma? I know I ask this a lot. I ask these a lot. You know, it's a couple of things, Rhea. The first one would be, how purpose-led are you? Okay. Purpose-led, not task-led. Okay. The second bit would be, how much peace is filling your life? Not peace that you are foreseeing, but how much peace can you possibly allow and create at the same time yeah does that make sense kind of so your relationship like there's really nothing that is fraught in your life it's not to say you don't face challenges even outside of your karma you will face challenges for your growth and evolution yeah but those those challenges are manageable 
Those are the ones that say, I got this, not, I think this is going to kill me now. Okay, fine. When you are out of your karma, you manage all of your relationships differently. So the relationships you had even while you're in your karma have somehow shifted energetically. And the final piece is how joyful are you when you wake up in the morning? Maybe not on a cold morning, maybe not every morning, but can you at least greet the day without thinking, I've got... 50 more years of this. Okay, so, <laughs> right? so anyway, so, so that's like once how you know. you're out of your karma, you yeah. you and you've burned out your ego, etc. You're kind of in the wobbly new reality of yeah. what some might term 5D, some might term higher consciousness, and what we say is it's a it's the new reality of your fate in the age of harmony. And it takes a while to adapt to this new kind of reality. It could take a few years for some, depending on where they are in their purpose. And how they're envisioning it come together. And again, remember how and when is a very karmic driven thing. How this is going to happen and when it's going to happen because it's going to bring me comfort. Yeah. And so one of the hallmarks of this sort of new reality is you may not know the how and the when. But part of our struggle and part of what kind of keeps us a bit stuck, not necessarily in hell, but in these early stages of living in our fate, is because unless we know how and when, we don't, we're afraid to take a step. Any steps. Because yeah. we don't want to, we don't want to make a misstep, which is fair. Again, as we might have, as we discussed previously, the responsibility can feel overwhelming, but it could also just mean so much to us that we want to do such a great job and not from an ego place, but we care so much that we end up doing nothing yes. <laughs> or we self-sabotage because we're like, well, I'm probably going to, it's going to probably blow up on me somewhere because my karmic memory is that the shit that matters to me does blow up. Yeah. And that's why in these early years of this new reality, we talk about how our fate challenges us. Like, it challenges us in a way where when we want to get to that next point, we're like, it's a bit boring over here, right? It's going to challenge our hardwiring. Okay. That in order to get to that next point, well then, let's shift that wiring that tells you every time something matters to me, it blows up. Yeah. Because I've gotten out of my karma. I faced all the challenges that have compelled me to burn shit down. I know I'm empowered enough to act. I know I'm empowered enough to withstand whatever the outcome looks like. And let's hope that I'm learning detachment along the way as in where the outcomes and experiences don't matter so much because I'm okay fucking up. I'm okay getting a little messy. I'm okay like whoopsie or having to apologize to close friends for maybe just being a little messy at that point, you know, like so sorry I made it all about myself for the past six months. So Whatever happens, we're, we're responsible and strong enough to manage, right? Okay, so then we get going. And how do you know when you've gotten going? You just get going. You just, life gets a bit busier. Not karmic busy where I'm trying to distract myself from, you know, the reality that I'm not good enough, so I'm doing a bunch of shit to tell me I'm good enough. It's the, oh shit, you know, I got activities. Like, I've got things. I'm managing to pull things to me that are in line with my purpose. Okay. Yeah that are feeling right, that are feeling joyful, that pique my interest, that engage me for hours, that I'm not having, I'm not feeling this, this urge to run away from. Okay. That's how you know. Okay. Okay. So you're kind of cruising in that mode for a bit. Okay. Right? Again, in Rhea words, but there's more. (laughs) There's got to be more or I'm going to get deathly bored. Again. (laughs) Again. Or... But not the kind of boredom that's giving me room to take care of things. It's just the, well, I've maxed out on that. 
a bit, at least at this stage. So maybe you tap out or you max out on that experience or opportunity at a particular juncture, right? So then you're going to need to shift gears and go to the next thing, whatever that is. And usually there's a point in which things start to run parallel, a bit like what you experienced. You know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Oh, wait, I just got this inkling to start this new thing and I'm going to pursue that. But at some point, maybe that has to pause in order for me to finish this other thing right? And I don't mean to sound vague. It's just there aren't a lot of people operating from this, so it's really difficult to give concrete examples. But at some point, once you have managed to successfully kind of do one thing and then you manage to bring in another thing, you can start to suddenly braid in more fate lines. Okay. Does that make sense? So you just are able to do live more lives than one at one time, effectively. It's not lives, it's just opportunities would be the way to see it. I think that's, yeah, that's the word that they're really big on. So you can operate, and this is, this is why it takes a while to get here. And this is why you wouldn't go from destiny and possibly into hell and out of hell and then living this way. No, I mean, you might also take that break that we were discussing where you have to reanimate the whole fucking thing. Possibly, or you would effectively just implode. You would not be able to manage the amount of energy that it would be required in order to be a container for that many fate lines. Okay. Because effectively, once you are on, you can operate from about six at a time, okay. which, by the way, is huge for somebody who has only operated from one for most of their lives. Yeah. You build it up. It's a bit like when you're in your karma and you're sort of, and you're building up your endurance. Like with every text with every email, like with every opportunity in which you're either standing up for yourself or asserting yourself or at least expressing yourself and whatever your truth is in the moment, as we've said, everything is an act that moves you towards your power. So everything within your fate is still something that is moving you towards your power, but is completely engaged with your purpose. And that's the distinction. Okay. Okay. Because in your karma, even if you're engaged with your purpose, as long as your karma is there, that's prevailing. Yeah. That is the ruling energy. Like, for example, when we were doing this podcast at the beginning, I just wanted to know I was good enough. Your karma will always color and govern everything as long as you're in it, right? Yeah. So once you're in your fate, that's a way different energy. You're going to start with one. You're going to go into two. Eventually, you're going to hit three. Four is going to get a lot easier. Five, six, that's really if you've got a lot. If you are, one, on mission, and two, your purpose is that big that you can – that you need that many to feed into your your purpose. Okay. As in a multitude of opportunities is going to bring you to greater and greater. Fine. That's going to require a lot of power. But what matters and why this is important, and so anyone listening might be like, well, then fuck it. Like, how did this, if this doesn't apply to me? But it can apply to you. It can apply to anyone because even if you're, even if you may not operate from six, you can operate from four. Again, that's huge. So that's how you'd wonder, like, how can I live, like, 10 lifetimes in a single one? That's okay. how, right? But it's the younger generations coming through, and those who are already have been born can actually do that already. And so for these younger ones... And we're talking younger ones, we're talking, like, they're currently, like, three years old. No, up through 20 years old. Okay. Yeah, the young Gen Zers. Okay. Yeah. So... What's tricky for them is if they don't have parents with a certain amount of higher consciousness, they're getting fed into like your usual pipeline. Yeah. You know, uni, job, 
whatever. And so a lot of the energy that could be spent holding and maintaining a few fate lines at a time is being funneled into one. And that's a bit unfortunate. And then you get bored. They get bored. Destructive. They can get bored. They can get destructive. They can get very depressed. Yeah. They can lose their creativity. Yeah. Their energy gets suppressed. Yeah. In general. And I mean physical energy. Yeah. Right? And it's not just a depression. It's just a, like, that's where the listlessness comes from. Mm. That's where the the lack of purpose comes in. So fate lines are pretty much all about purpose Mm. and work. They're not really about relationships and things Mm -hmm. like that. Exactly. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So fate is really that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where are relationships in all of that? Um, they're there. They're, they're not. They're lines, and your fate, but they're the finer, fainter ones. Not they're not fainter. I think we call them finer lines. Okay. Yeah, they accentuate the piece. So you know how, like, when you have a tapestry. Oh, I can say this too, even though I don't know what I'm talking about. But they're talking, so like, I can say anything, <laughs> whatever comes in my, out of my mouth. Right? Oh, it's not me. But when you are creating a tapestry, you know, you may have a thicker line, but the finer lines are often the things that sometimes highlight everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Isn't, I am that's an... their purpose. <laughs> I know you're the expert here, and so that's what the relationships are. Okay. Yeah, even though they may not be the prominent feature of the tapestry, they highlight okay. things, yeah? So that's how we would view relationships within our fate. Okay, fine. They're highlighters. They're important. The tapestry would not be complete without them. You wouldn't have the accents without them. But our sole, our, our sole purpose here is, again, growth and evolution. And when we are operating from our purpose, relationships don't have to be prioritized the same way. They could be of equal importance to us, right? And they can carry the same significance and weight, but not in the way in which they did when we were in our karma. Mm, When they were the be-all and end-all. Exactly. And so that requires a little bit of rewiring. But when we are so firmly embedded in our purpose, what's beautiful is that we start to lose the preoccupation that relationships, it's not even relationships, it's the dating and sex which you could be doing both. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, don't give up the sex. It's just the level of preoccupation we feel. Well, it's just or because, we I mean, I remember we, I'd go, like, for example, I'd go into a podcast and we might be talking about this stuff, but I would thinking, I would be thinking about, oh, what's he doing right now? Or what should I send? Or what should I do? Or all that stuff. <laughs> so and glad now, you were so present, right? I think so. <laughs> anything you said, I'd kind of apply it to my relationships. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just listening to you. Yeah. I'll deal with my relationships once I stop recording. Yeah. Maybe I'll reply to a text. Mm-hmm. But like it has nothing, it doesn't interfere. Right. And it's that's just... what our preoccupations do. They interfere. Mm. So some of those faint lines are going to matter more than the others. Okay. Yeah. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that any of them are less important. But when we say something matters, it's just, it's a bit more real. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Then. And that's maybe what will like grow and grow and grow while the other things you know, we could work with in tandem, depending. Pop in, pop out. Yeah, pop in, pop like out. Like, I'm not going to become a pop star overnight, but I'm probably going to do a couple more songs in my life. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Exactly. Fine. So, like, for me, KMB matters more than anything else I've done because that's where my heart is. That's my sweet spot. I could be doing this, like, all the time. I love it so much. But what I miss and what I'd eventually like to do again is write another fiction book. But I also know 
because of where I'm at in my evolution, I'll get to that, mm. right? That's that's why that our conversation about time before this in the season is really critical yeah. because that's how we get to things. So when we look at some of those fate lines, we can look at them through the lens of a vocation, okay. right? We have talked about devotion, where we put our heart, what we put our hearts into, right? Yeah. And how that helps light up our purpose. Yeah. Again, this is all kind of, it's not the relationship stuff, it's all the other stuff. No, exactly. Exactly. Now, vocation is, it's, it's different from devotion. It's different from purpose in the sense that it can be a branch, not an extension of, but a branch of our purpose in that we put our hearts and minds into something, but it is not the everything. Okay. So K and B? No, 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 no. K and B is... For me, the everything. Yeah. I'll speak okay. for myself, <laughs> not speaking for us. <laughs> you are your own person. So for me, KMB is the everything, okay. right? But the vocation would be like your books. Yeah. Okay, fine. Precisely. I got it. Yeah, your music. Yeah. Which still is a lot. You're, when your emotional body and your mental body are engaged in something, that's huge. This yeah. is not from like a little heart, little mind space. Mm. It's like... This, this is important to me. I give so much of my energy and stuff mm. to it. Yeah. Okay. That makes so, sense. Yeah. That, that would be the distinction. See, I'm trying really hard to anticipate your questions. I'm like being super explanatory this yeah, time, I right? Know, I'm, I'm not having to ask anything. Go on. <laughs> Takes and you can have more episodes. than one vocation. Yes, you can. Just as you can have more than one fate line yeah. firing, you can have more than one vocation. Would a vocation be one of the fate lines? Yes, it could be. Is this what you mean about multidimensional existence when we were talking about being multidimensional? Yeah. I mean, at first I was like, I, it didn't feel that way when I, so I, but I, I wasn't sure because I was like, how many more definitions and terms do we have to have? So like, maybe this is what you mean. And I was actually thinking you might ask that. And the answer is no, it's not quite the same. Like it could on the surface and below it seem like the same thing. But there is a very minor distinction that makes them different. Okay. And that has to do with in multidimensionality, you're fully present. As in, in all. All of your bodies are there and in, in it. So in multidimensionality, all your bodies are in one place or in four places? In, in one place, but you could be in multiple places with within all. all those bodies. Okay. So you could or be like multiple places, but in each of those multiple places... All your bodies are there. Yes. So I'm doing six things at once, but simultaneously, and each of, and all four of my bodies are in all those six places. Yes. It sounds tiring, but okay. Yes, it is tiring. Okay. Whereas mm. when you are living this way from multiple fate lines, and again, when I'm saying this, and I would say for at least a few years, 2026, 20, if not later, and don't worry, I don't want this, I mean... Hopefully your ego is gone to the point where none of this matters how many fate lines you've got going at one time, right? Yeah. Again, it's not meant to be a competition or a pissing contest or, yeah. you know, I'm cooler, busier because I got four and you've got two. I mean, to be fair, even in my karma, I was doing the podcast, I was doing all of this, I was also running a business and I was also recording a song. Mm. So I guess, but that was also, I just wanted to be busy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is from a very different place, mm. you know, honestly. What we're really aiming for is purpose fulfillment. Yeah, in if, every way. If one line is enough for you and fulfills you, that's great. And you that's probably don't you, want any more. No, why would you? If it becomes, you know, if it might mean you're too busy for some of the people in your life, don't do it. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Only if you feel called, as in your, 
your heart is feeling called, your entire being is fully called, or, you know, whatever. Because actually, it's important to have that harmony. You know, it it depends on who you are. Mm. Some people, that is just why they're here. So this year is the final self-focused year we're going to have. And we've nearly finished it. Yeah. So this is the final one of this period like this. Yeah. So what's 2020? So 2024 won't be the internal work in the same way. But also this year, as you said, was much more subtle because we'd be going back to work and stuff and and we'd be working more like internally but through like relationships in a more subtle way 2023 is the final hump year between the you know in that 2020 to 2024 phase 2024 is just going to really bring the sea change that we have been hopefully preparing for so that whatever is happening outside of us in terms of all these energy shifts we're firmly anchored enough in ourselves, in our hearts, in our consciousness that we can weather anything because it's going to pull at us. We're going to see this shit. And it was really easy to ignore. It was kind of, even if, and even if you couldn't ignore it, you could say, well, that wasn't like my, in my bubble. That wasn't in my reality. But it's going to start hitting us more and more that you can't escape any reality, if that makes sense. It's just going to feel like things are hitting closer to home. Okay. Yeah. Like the bomb is like next to the house rather than in another country. Yeah. And even if it isn't literally, you're still just going to know it and and feel it in a way in which it's like, am I really this powerless that I really can't do anything? You're going to want to move. You're going to want to feel like you're doing something. So there's going to be a stronger urge to act. And then when you start to hit up against the wall, there will be periods of frustration. So if you have your purpose, if you can funnel your heart and mind minimally and live from that place, you're going to be better off. And that's pretty much what we've been trying to push people to do. Otherwise, they're just going to get caught up in what's coming. And that's not going to feel fun. You know, it's pretty much from 2024 onward that we'll really be able to capture our fate lines and live much more deliberately and consciously than we have ever been before. From 2024 or yeah. in 2024? In 2020. So like 2024 onward. Okay, fine. I just yeah, feel yeah. like we just... Oh, sorry. Was my preposition off? I from was, off? I was, like, I was like, does from mean 2025? Or just... No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. again, so this year was really the final internal year. Okay, fine. You know, have you really gotten your house in order? I mean, we, we, we talked about it last week or the week before from like the sort of your financial well-being and abundance, you know, in that material way to your sort of spiritual abundance in terms of like, you know, are you happy enough? Are you, you know, are you heading towards, are you living from your fate? Are you doing all of that? You know, the more you have gotten to that point, of higher consciousness or higher consciousness plus the more you're just going to be able to ride out everything that comes okay and get the joy out of it and the fun out of it thank you for listening for more information articles and inspiration find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta and if you liked what you heard please subscribe and leave us a review